Hey, peeps. Sir Bradley here. We here at Deadpan Studio are presenting a show called BSF. And we would like to take the time to inform our audience that you will most definitely hear vulgarities such as Jack and whore, and possibly some stories of anal leakage. So please enjoy the show. Welcome to the BSF podcast. The F stands for facts. The BS stands for, well, I think you'll figure that out. I am one of your hosts, Kat. This is the Matt. And? I am Sir Bradley. And we have a special guest. Tiny. Yeah. Mick, a.k.a. Tiny. He's here. He's here here. on Skype. Hello. In spirit. spirit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is our brand new show. We... I've previously done Soaking Nostalgia, so I hope all our subscribers from that show come over to us, and I also hope we gain some new subscribers. Um, this show is more modern. Uh, we're going to just talk about, you know, maybe a little bit of history from around here, uh, new subjects that come up in the media and stuff that we find interesting, movies, music, whatever the hell we want to fucking talk about, okay? And we're going to cuss. We're not going to do it like, you know too much you know but it's not going to be speak for your fucking self all right fuck off and as you can tell (laughs) there's no sensor beeps oh my fucking god (laughs) still sponsor us please (laughs) (laughs) sponsors will come later it'll be fine we don't have any commercials this time around yeah the uh, i'd like to chime in just a little bit one of the cool things that i'd like to note about this is that each one of us is going to do the opening at one point yeah, for it's different. Be fun. Yeah, for different subjects. So like, yeah. I was chosen oh, to do it. This means I got homework. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know Hell plenty yeah. in advance if we pick you, uh, or if we pick you, or if you come up with a subject that you really like. But we have a new email for this uh, show specifically. It is deadpanbsf, all lowercase, at gmail.com. And then of course we have the one for the whole studio. DeadpanStudio18 at gmail.com and we have a website where you find all the episodes for all the shows that we will ever do or ever have done. It is deadpan-studio.com. We got a .com, guys. We do. We do. And not may- .org, not .whatever the fuck We else. have fucking made it. That's right. And may com. I say, congratulations. That was a great opening. Thank you. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> a congratulatory. You did it. I did it. I'm yeah. still doing it. I'm still fucking talking. Yeah, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> now today's topic is very interesting. It is um, some local history. It is about a woman, or rather, I guess, a place named Pauline's. Now you may or may not know what we're talking about, depending on your age, depending on how many stories your grandparents may have let fly during a drunken Thanksgiving dinner. Depending on how much alcohol you've consumed in your lifetime. True. (laughs) But Pauline's was a brothel in Bowling Green, Kentucky, just uh, about half hour away from us in Glasgow. (gasps) Oh, my God. I think that's probably a sore subject for the grandmothers out there. (laughs) 
Well, that's exactly what I was thinking. Well, that's because they should have limbered up first. <laughs> so we are talking about Pauline's slash Pauline Tabor. 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 Yeah, like labor, but with a T. <laughs> well, she went through that because she has two sons. That's right. Um, I think we are going to take a... Oh, wait, no. No, we go ahead and take a break. That's just... We can if we want, but we're not going to. We don't we're have not any... going to. We don't have any news. We don't okay. have any ads. We don't have nothing. This is first episode. So can I write or can I read my fucking intro or like... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you well, have, I shouldn't have had that reefer before I came in here. <laughs> okay, there's not any drugs. You should have had it when you were walking in. <laughs> Maybe. No drugs have been taken by the host of this podcast. That's the wrong week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Picked the wrong week. Stop taking pills. <laughs> Picked the wrong week. Also, stop taking suppositories. <laughs> also, okay. If you are new to our... Uh, idiocy <laughs> and you didn't listen to our last show matt is my boyfriend so when i call him babe i'm not just being weird and if i call bradley an idiot it's because well he's being an well. idiot <laughs> i call you dumb and she's called too, me like, so much worse you have no idea so you make me sound mean you're just weird. I'm sensitive. Well, I call so you kitty litter, so, you know. Kitty litter. <laughs> the fuck have you ever said that behind my back, you dick? I just came up with it. All right. You know, my shirt says cat, not kitty litter, so fuck off. <laughs> yes, we have these swanky t-shirts that I didn't happen to wear because I didn't get off work early enough to go home and change. I could have brought it, but I didn't okay. tell me to. But Anyways. these swanky uh, headband <laughs> studio t-shirts. Swanky. Yeah. I didn't expect you to use that word. Coming come soon to a store, Mary. Well, maybe not a physical store. AKA, email us and then we'll set up <laughs> a PayPal to buy one. And we then might we make will, you one uh, in like three months. It's an idiot. I don't know. Give us some money. <laughs> All right. So, if you're gonna if you're gonna do an intro to who she was, go for it. It's about her and also like about the her a business. All right. <laughs> In a town that has been mostly conservative and very religious over the past two centuries, Tabor's prostitution house was one of the most popular and well-known businesses for more than 30 years, from the 1930s to the 1960s. Local historian Mary Lucas had this to say on her research on Pauline Tabor. This woman looked like a grandma. Not a notorious madam, Lucas says. It was only through talking to Tabor that her feisty personality showed. She was actually a very good businesswoman, she said. She manipulated her way through many of the local politicians. <laughs> Pauline Tabor wasn't a child of poverty and neglect, but during the Great Depression, she found herself divorced with two boys to raise. So she borrowed some money and opened a prostitution house on Small House Road. The house was later moved to the famous, or infamous, 227 Clay Street. Thus... Kentucky's most famous brothel was born. Yeah, that's just the roundabout thing. There's so much about this uh, woman. She, I, I found her to be fascinating. I did a paper on her in uh, in uh, college, um, one of the years I went to Western, and uh, which is ironic because she loved Western students. Yeah, or maybe <sighs> not ironic. 
And professors. Don't and you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she had a soft spot for the college students, even if they were it. broke. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, she uh, she started out. This is now, now people have to realize this was back in what uh, started out in the thirties. Yeah, the thirties. Yeah, thirty-three. Yeah, you're talking. But, you know. Yep. Who's no. being accurate? Who's being specific? <laughs> Is that the one note that you wrote down? 30? No, I got two fucking that's, notes. Oh, that's got the two one notes. fact. One of the two. I got two fucking facts here. Okay, you better save the other one for later. I know. <laughs> when we get to it. When we get to it. <laughs> he's got two facts. Yeah. He's on a he's on a two facts a day habit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, oh, uh, man. Yeah, I didn't yeah. start till the day. <laughs> He's already fiending. <laughs> Got some gum. <laughs> um, no, uh, we're talking the Depression era. You know, people out of work. This is right after, you know, the the boom of the economy after World War One. This is right at the uh, before World War Two began. You know, families are suffering. People are out of work. So. She's, you know, small town person. Uh, she, you okay? Yeah, I'm just uh, me. Oh. <laughs> she, you know, she's a wife. She's a Sunday school teacher, which I, I thought was just funny. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Sunday school to <clears throat> madam. Yeah. Everybody, Everybody likes sex. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the Lord rested on Sunday, but Pauline's girl sure didn't. <laughs> no, actually, they... Maybe they worked on Sundays, but they actually got one week a month. I never figured out their business their hours. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I can't say believe they closed up shop, man. So, <laughs> well. I would, I would like to go on record as saying, as, uh, first of all, I think that the woman was amazingly ahead of her time. Mm-hmm. She had an amazing business sense. She knew what the demand was. She knew how to supply that demand. Um, and not only did that, but did it in a very safe and secure manner at the time. Yeah. yeah. But she was, you know, you're talking, you're talking about uh, this lady given one week off a month to, to these people that are working for her to, to go and be with their families. And uh, even in the 1930s, that, that was a pretty absurd thing. Um, for, for most of the United States, um, yeah, she had a, she had a, she had a good head off. on her shoulders. Um, I think, yeah, that absolutely. Was, I think a lot of that was her uh, her upbringing. Um, her dad was uh, what was called in the '30s a uh, well back then the late 1800s, early 1900s was a paper hanger, which quite literally uh, was a start of when they people started putting actual wallpaper up as a you know profession. He hung, hung wallpaper and, and a tobacco auctioneer. Uh, her mother was a devout uh, person, which meant she was very religious, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> she referred to her as a beautiful woman whom loved to entertain, which I think that's where well, she learn exactly her what she did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she have learned her hosting skills from, from her, yeah, from her mother. Exactly right. Um, what if, uh, so it, as time went on, she w- got married had two kids, and then it was a it was just a loveless marriage. They, her Pauline and her husband were actually connected, sex wise. 
And she mentions in her book, she wrote a book in the 70s uh, called Pauline's, and it was a memoir. She, you know, she wrote it. She knew that somebody was wanting to show interest in putting out a book. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> yep. Um, we have a copy right here. Yes. It belongs to the library. Yep. But Thanks to my ex-wife, Sam. Thanks. <laughs> 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 yes, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, she picked up a copy of us of, of this for us to peruse. Uh, it's I'd, rather beautiful. It is. It's, it is. It's, it's simple one of the, and elegant and like to the point. And it smells like a library book. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's got. It, okay. Yes. For all for all you kids out there that are you know younger than let's say twenty five, books are a thing that we used to read before electronics, <laughs> and they have a certain smell to them. Yeah, it's called heaven. It's the glue. Or in the binder. In the binding. Yeah, all it starts breaking down. And, and get this, kids. There's entire buildings dedicated to books where yeah. you can borrow them. <laughs> and for the Spanish speakers, that's in la biblioteca. What? See. Oh my fucking yeah. god. Yeah. Well, we are in Kentucky. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, in five years, and the you know the podcast will be like, well, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, I know. So it, it was a loveless marriage. It was started out, you know, two people really connected in bed, but then normally that's not. Is <laughs> that enough? That's not enough. And uh, they yeah, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, you know, they end up getting a divorce. Uh, he takes off, never heard from again. Uh, leaves her with the children. Yeah, leaves her with the children. So Pauline moves back with her parents, and she ends up selling door-to-door cosmetics and hosieries. And hosieries, for those that don't know, it's- is pantyhose. Pantyhose. Yeah. <laughs> so in essence, she was an Avon lady before Avon was a thing. Yep. Avon. Wait, no. Avon uh, calling. Avon calling. Yeah. Not yet, but still kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Buy some lipstick. I need to feed my children. <laughs> and um, that didn't go very well. No, she didn't make. She barely made enough to get by. So, she ended up moving to Louisville. Uh, to spend time as a call girl, you know. No, she wasn't a call girl. Yeah, when she first started out, she was a call girl uh, to a man named Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a real winner, right there. Yeah, it's in her memoir. Oh, well, that- <laughs> oh, yeah, Tennessee from uh, Missouri. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so. He talks, you know, they're talking to each other. And uh, so Tennessee, she says that she's got interest in building a uh, a brothel. And Tennessee gives her the name and telephone number and his recommendation to this uh, lady in Clarksville. But there's still stuff that happens in between them because that's where her story truly begins. However, there is still some more background to that. Well, I didn't get to read the book, so I don't fucking know. Well, this isn't the first time I read the book. I didn't have the so. opportunity. But, well, it's not the first time. Because I gave it to you to read, so I wouldn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> See? More homework. Uh, well, I, t- I tell you what. Just from what I read in the book, her from her voice, the way she carried herself, the way she thought of herself and the people around her, she was a very caring woman. She was very stern 
very sure of herself, very intelligent, and very, and had a great sense of humor. I don't think you could run a brothel and not have at least half of those qualities. Because, like, you got to have a good head on your shoulders. That I'm going to hold that thought in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. You know you give head with shoulders. <laughs> if you get Sounds a whole head, shoulders, knees, and toes, you're in business. Yeah. <laughs> <Hot> dog. <laughs> Um, no, she she had spent uh, time trying to shadow in between a, a couple of uh, yep. other prostitutes. However, no, other madams. Other madams. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, other madams. she was learning the business. Yeah, and she was going to open one, but then she came down with typhoid fever. Yeah. Mm, gotta love the 1930s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doctors aren't like yeah. they are today. Here's some cocaine, you'll be all right. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure the uh, pretty sure that's the cocaine, cocaine and morphine diet treatment there. Yeah, just take cocaine. Cocaine. Take these, it'll be all right. Cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine. You don't want lots and lots of alcohol. Yeah. Just mix it into some soda. You'll be fine. <laughs> So, uh, you know, the typhoid fever, it really, it affected her glands. Of course, there was no real treatment for that back then like no. they have today. And she was a very attractive lady. And, and to me, you know, just, to me, she's still beautiful. However, the way she saw it was after that excursion into being an escort, as you felt very attractive, she had the typhoid fever. She ballooned up to 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. So she was a heavy woman for a while. So she's like, well, I can't really be an escort. So, <laughs> but she'll uh, try her hand at being a madam. Sorry, you hey. saying that. It reminded me, like, there are Different people, people that... like different things, you know? <laughs> yeah, different strokes for different folks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For different books. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But it was all $3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And for both both hands. Yep. <laughs> okay. You know, nineteen thirty. That was a lot of money. And the yeah. shoulders. Mm-hmm. And sh- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she moved. Uh, she moved back home a couple of times, and uh, that's when she finally decided she was going to really shadow somebody who knew what they were talking about. So that's when she met the madam in Tennessee named May. She <laughs> should, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry are we talking about tennessee the state or tennessee the person the person but she travels to clarksville tennessee to uh speak with a madam at her at the, this madam's brothel and uh, which brings us to a, a really funny story that is covered uh in the book and it's not really covered in anything else and i i haven't told any really anybody this except for cat and i just find it to be very entertaining so she meets this madam named may is her sister june no (laughs) (laughs) july (laughs) and uh, she walks in and of course you know business is going as usual first thing you see is um pauline starts freaking out and She's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. What, what do I do? Apparently, there were two people that she knew very well from Bowling Green. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, man, talk about, like, the ultimate Walmart experience. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> always the whole price is always. Always the low price. Did they see her? Well, see, that was the point. Uh, May said, "There's an, honey, there's no point in freaking out. Because, think about it. They're here. 
<laughs> they are clients, and they're not from Bowling Green. And she said, uh, yes, they are. They are from Bowling Green. I see them, like, every couple of days. And she goes, honey, when they're here, they can be from wherever they want. And they're not, they say they're not from Bowling Green. So <laughs> we like to keep secrets here. And they're not going to reveal secrets, or else they might be ruined, too. So... <laughs> True. Yeah. But the story's not over. It continues on, and uh, May leads her into the den. And in the den, sitting there, uh, waiting for her. Mr. Uh, Gray? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you now. No. Um, it was uh, the chief of police of Clarksville. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you would think. Oh shit! This is a setup. No, <laughs> I'm going to jail, y'all. I wonder if handcuffs were in play. <laughs> At some point, probably. Somewhere upstairs. So, she said. Uh, May said, "Well, if you're going to know how things are run, I think you should hear how the legal side of it works." And she uh, waved over to the chief of police, and he patted his hand on his lap and had uh, Pauline uh, sit he on his lap. Sit in his fucking lap. Damn straight, he did. Okay, first of all, let's let's rethink this. If if the chief of police for for that particular area is in the brothel, it, chances are he's not like the best guy. <laughs> I mean, well, so she said, "You scratch my crotch, I'll scratch yours." <laughs> <laughs> Only if they haven't been tested. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of bad pun jokes uh, on this episode. I'm so sorry, but... No, you're not. I'm not. No, I'm, not. I'm not sorry. <laughs> so so he's sitting there. Uh, she's sitting on his lap talking to her. And he goes, so here's how this is going to go. Of course, what is happening here is not legal. Uh, of course, yes, I am law enforcement. So here we have a little bit of an agreement. We like how this place is run. The men that work under me like how this is pla- this place is run, and uh, we think it helps the economy. She chair uh, the the madam may she donates to charities and uh, the needy and so on and so forth. So we like to keep that going. So what we do is eventually, being in this area, there are a lot of uh, very religious uh, right people who. <laughs> no, I know triggered. Oh my god. <laughs> Who, Religious people in the South, no fucking way. Yeah. Who <laughs> might have an issue with what's going on here. So when they do, a lot of times, you know, back then, the religious people did have a lot of power. So they go, say, they said a lot of times that they will apply pressure to the mayor. And the mayor will eventually cater to that, even though the mayor, at that point in the Clarksville uh, brothel, was a client. <laughs> <laughs> So what he would do is he would have... Who wouldn't be for three bucks? (laughs) That's like 300 today, man. (laughs) So he said, what I'll do is me and some men will come down and we'll pick up maybe seven, eight of May's girls. And uh, you all will close down for a while and I'll take them to jail. Uh, May will come in, pay the fine. They'll pick them up and then you all will go on vacation for about 90 days. And then when you come back, you'll open up, the heat's died down, and you'll be business as usual. And it's been like that for years. So <laughs> Cheating the system. That is how how Pauline was using that as the basis for how she would run her business as businesses in Bowling Green, uh, Louisville, and uh, one of the cities in Ohio as well. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I knew she was, uh, I was thinking she had moved on out of Kentucky at one point as well. But she, she did. Or moved her business out of Kentucky, rather. She did. She she had very... How, how do you pull it up? She wasn't sure if she really wanted to open the brothel in her own hometown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because, because she had exactly. her kids and everything to... Yeah, yeah no, the whole slut chain thing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, she didn't know if she wanted to face that, so she did. She opened one up in Louisville. It did okay, but... It, I mean, it did fairly well, but... Just Louisville's not what a great place for it. Still not enough. So she went to Ohio, faced a lot of the same thing. And eventually she just moved back to Bowling Green and opened up her house that you mentioned. Fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, said screw it. Uh, You know, whatever. Oh, she said fuck it. Why not? Fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it. And opened up her place on Small House Road. It was a little five bedroom uh, colonial house. It's ironic how many churches are on that road now. (laughs) <laughs> by, the, by the way, I, I would just like to point out that my current residence sits about half a mile from Small House Road. So. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Well, that is kind of a church in a way. Yeah. yeah. The church right? of doing it. Something was worshipped there. <laughs> Someone's on their knees. Oh, nice. I didn't think that was invented till the 60s. Thank you. She was still in business in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm, I'm pretty sure head was a thing, like ever. <laughs> That's been a thing. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure since Eve took a bite of the apple, Adam was like, "Hey, suck on this for a second. <laughs> we, uh, I, there was a link to a nom, video. Nom 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 nom. Taste these berries. Yeah, there was a there was a joke. Missed my joke. I, I digress a little bit. There was a little cartoon of a joke of this lady's at the gynecologist office, and the gynecologist sitting there and goes, uh, "Ma'am, uh, you you have a really uh, pretty looking nether region. Do you mind if I uh, numb you up before we begin?" She said, "Oh, sure." And then he goes down on her, goes, "Nom nom 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 nom." Oh, that's <laughs> legal. That was like my dad's kind of joke that he would pass around between his friends. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> with the dirty jokes. Yeah, um, yeah. So reminds yeah. me of the Robin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Robin Williams skit. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Go check that out, yeah. people. It's funny. There was a uh, uh, there was a YouTube video uh, that was very hard to hear. I think it was recorded by a uh, phone, and it was uh, an interview with a guy named Jerry Lotz who had been claimed to have known. Uh, Pauline personally um, never would admit that he'd been there, um, <laughs> but uh, he did. He is quoted in saying, "She asked you what you want. She had them girls. She had them names, and she'd tell you what it cost you. You could play cards, dance with the girls, but you'd have to buy the girls a coke from the coke machine, and she charged two dollars at the coke machine per coke. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> two dollars back then, dang. Yeah." I'm just all I'm saying is it still costs two dollars to get twenty out at the grocery store, so <laughs> they had cocaine and coke back then. So. Yeah. See what people have to understand. Yeah, probably probably would have been worth two dollars, yeah. <laughs> is Bowling Green was a very different place back then. I know you think today, you know, well they've got a couple of strip clubs, they got bars on about every corner, you know, it's a kind of a debaucherous place. You liquor know, on stores. Weekends, liquor stores. You know. oh, did you say a strip club in Bowling Green? To a, well, sort of. 
they they had they have bikini uh, bikini dancers on poles is what they have. Let's let's use that term loosely, all right? Yeah, so. about as loose as the dancers <laughs> like, out there. <laughs> right, executed <for> exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's not a, not a whole lot of a game around here, if you know. What I'm about. <laughs> uh, but you know, we have a higher population. Uh, than they did. It, it, they had about this population size of Edmonton, about 20,000 people spread out. You know, um, They didn't even have the sewers built until the 1930s. And it was probably good to have it spread out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why it was. You know, sewers weren't even built until the 1930s, and it was by the WPA. So it wasn't real good. <laughs> mm. You know, so people, it, it wasn't a town that you thought. It was very very religious you know they had about three or four churches over town but that's where everybody went there wasn't a huge social scene and those that did she avoided yeah you yeah know. she she didn't like try to insert herself mm-hmm. into any like social clubs or anything like that because she knew that they you know wouldn't say not so kind stuff behind her back she just stuck to her own you know mm-hmm. business her own thing took care of her boys took care of her girls and like didn't try to like go up to a group of church ladies and be like, hey, let's go, like, bake some cake. And they'd be like, fuck you. Now, she did have some, uh, she, she kept her uh, brothel. Now, no, let, let me back up a little bit. Uh, of course, she was on that house on Small House Road. And then eventually she opened up the house on Clay Street. And that's where she's known mostly for and mm-hmm. spent the whole, most of the span of the almost four decades that the whole place was open. It's hard to imagine that place was open in the late 60s 40 years yeah that's yeah crazy um one of her some of her favorite clients because she had a soft spot for them, you mentioned it earlier cat were the uh, western kentucky university students yeah and not even necessarily because they went to the brothel part but you know it was like the okay the downstairs nothing raunchy happened down there oh, no, she whatsoever. had house rules uh, she had house yeah. rules one upstairs one. is where the business yeah took place downstairs was like the hosting hangout area and she was like except for like very special occasions usually no the business happens downstairs uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where, uh, oh yeah upstairs, the magic downstairs. happens somewhere else too uh, she <laughs> she even let um i know that when you now when we say hilltoppers we think of like the sports side of things but i guess maybe they still have it but there was the singing group called yeah. the hilltoppers they would actually come yeah. and rehearse there yeah, like, in, her, in her living yeah. room. In, her, in the living room of this place. <laughs> Why not? Why the fuck not? It, it was just a yeah, step away from the... Titties and beer. <laughs> <laughs> no beer, actually. Yeah, just, yeah, actually, that was one of her rules. Was, she had four rules. She, it was... It was from, what are you saying, Mick? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying that, yeah, she. it wasn't even the fact that they were customers. They just needed a place to practice. Yeah. And she was so involved in the community, she was like, oh, yeah, okay, here's a yeah. place to practice. Yeah. Um, that, 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 that adds into how she was able to stay in business for so long is because she gave back to the community as much as mm, they were, mm, you know. Absolutely. As much as we were given to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, Daily, nightly, never so rightly. Rightly. <laughs> she, um, she started donating, or she uh, heard that there was, like, children that needed, you know, coats and stuff during the winter, so she would buy it for them. And she kept doing all these, like, you know, great things charity-wise, donating to like political like um, parties, parties, and regardless stuff. of what the party was, she donated to them to because they were keep like the politicians on yeah. her side. Yeah, and she was like in the perfect crossways between um, what is now f- uh, Fort 
For, oh, Fort Knox. Fort Knox. And, uh, Fort Campbell. Fort Knox, yeah. I was like, what are those places I just Yeah, read? Fort Campbell and Fort Knox. <laughs> yeah, so she was like right in between there. Yep. So she had like yep. local people, politicians, policemen, military people. Like, soldiers, yeah. Soldiers. Yeah. So what I was saying was uh, she had four rules for her brothel that she maintained. One, she kept it clean. Mm-hmm. Spotless. Top to bottom. I would hope so. She kept it a high class place. Clean that shit. Uh, two, no nudity on the first level. Everything was on, you know, up and up. Not literally up and up. While we're on the subject of clothed and, and, and being clothed on the first floor, um, she also kept her, her girls. They were they were very well dressed and oh, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and they were it was it was kind of a classy type of place, you know. Yeah, so they, yeah she, they, she used to take them to high end clothing stores. Yeah, there is a place. Um, if this tells you what kind of money she was making over time, <laughs> well, you know, if the you know if the girls sex sells. Yeah, well, you know, when the girls would go out, I guess you know, on their own or on that week, they were off. They went, you know. Yeah. It was to visit their families and stuff, but they didn't want to just stay in the house and like not do anything. So they were dressed nice, and she, you know, taught them how to handle themselves eloquently yeah, and be proper, be yeah. proper ladies. Yeah, ladies, okay. not just like, oh, hey, like, I yeah, not just all sell my sex, some dirty not, whore. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, not like you know the stereotypical kind of prostitute you would see in like a movie where it's just like skanky. 24 7 no matter where they are like they're just picking up a sandwich and they're just like like not that there's if you want to dress like that that's fine but you know yeah so yeah so yeah sorry uh, i interrupted that no their their third rule was cad mentioned it earlier they're to work three weeks straight and then they'll get one week straight off to go uh visit with their own family which was really nice and then they also Uh, I, i have a theory about that by the way what's that i'm i'm wondering if the week off was for family time, or because no. you know <laughs> they need to they, they need to tighten that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that doesn't actually happen. Vaginal calisthenics. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If if they were not profitable that week. Yeah, it's just a myth. It's just a myth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the fourth rule, most importantly, was no alcohol. And she wanted to keep the girls straight while they were yeah. doing their duties. Well, and also, you know, men can get fucking insane when it's yeah. like oh my god titties i'm just gonna slap the shit out of her like some of them could yeah. just lose their shit you know if the yeah that's, call that's it to them, so one of the that was one of her big things she actually uh screened every client at the door yeah. for well, drunkenness she, yeah. or well she also wasn't afraid of them like either i mean she even though she kept a shotgun under her bed and a pistol in her nightstand she was a she was a very strong woman over time that 200 pounds turned into muscle and she was she known. would just throw them out if they yeah. got too rowdy. They'd like get the fuck out of here. I've been she thrown around. I've been thrown around by an Amazon Amazonian woman. Mick, were you there that night? When what the fuck? Uh, was? Probably. Yeah, when I had some <laughs> like carnage ripped from uh, from one of the ribs of mine. Uh, what is the story? Yes, I'll tell you off, Mike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't bring that into this. No, okay. no, no. But she she pretty much threw me uh, across the room, and it was it wasn't anything like uh, believe me, I, it wasn't anything bad. <laughs> right, uh, right. So anyway, <laughs> yes. Pauline took no shit. She yeah. would throw him out. Cat would thing. love to hear this story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she she's been uh, known for her wit. 
and she was very snarky, very sharp tongued. And uh, I've got a few quotes here. Fuck you! No, fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) I guess guess history's just whittled down to the gym. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Some of the some of the uh, you know funniest ones, like of course, over time she eventually would get arrested. She'd have to show up to court. Well, one of the funnier ones was uh, she was sitting in court now. Western law students would skip class whenever she was in court because it would always be entertaining. Now, one of the most famous things she said was she was she would be on the witness stand and she'd sit there and look around and pause for a minute and go, you know, I have seen every man in this room for one time or another. <laughs> Except for you, Judge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they let her go. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I don't know if it was a typo in the article, but I think once she got arrested for only 30 minutes. Oh, no. That's, that? No, it wasn't that she was arrested for 30 minutes. It's she was arrested and she bailed out after about a half hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought she got handcuffed for Funny how that works. <laughs> uh, that probably happened weekly. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> She's uh, known for saying madams are made. They're not born. Uh, you know, dealing with some of the scrutiny, you know, from the public, she would always say, "All God's, all God's children have feet of clay." Now, well, what she means by that is, everybody is made and shaped in different ways throughout their life. It's clay, it's malleable, so they oh, all came from the same was, thing. Uh, way to get more business to Clay Street. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's advertising. <laughs> This woman was a genius. Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> also fucking market herself. <laughs> she, she's also known for saying, after you screw one man, it gets easier to screw more. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I can go somewhere. I think she went to all those places. So. <laughs> she said, the only thing I would do differently is I wouldn't turn out my own hometown. That caused a little bit of hell for my family, my two sons. But otherwise, I had a wonderful time. And I feel like I've helped a lot of people. I know I've saved a bunch of marriages from collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the quote that really got me, where she was like, I am helping people's marriages. Yeah. And I'm like, that is brilliant. It, well, back then, you know, a lot of men would take advantage of their wives. If the, if the wives weren't in the mood, the men would do it anyway. You mean all the time? You mean every century that's ever existed? <laughs> Yes, that doesn't basically. happen. That doesn't happen like that today. I guarantee it. Uh, I I'm sure. Guarantee that. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm, don't make that face. Most there's some fucked up people. Fucked up I people. I don't say it never happened. Most of the time, I'm gonna agree with you on that stuff, Matt. But on this one, I'm, I'm gonna have to disagree. I'm I'm willing to bet that consensual. Well, not even consensual. I'm willing to bet that like marriage rape happens a lot more than you think it does. <laughs> I, look, look, you, you all misunderstand. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm saying compared to back then, when you have oh, when com- you have people that you know, yes. women are stronger today. They they don't put up with male bullshit like they used to. You know, it's it's. We've been subtly not putting up with male bullshit for years. It's just we never had the power to get the fuck out of our kitchens. Exactly, exactly, like they do now. <laughs> but inside has always been that's a burning, seeding. That's rage. a great point, Kitty Litter. Fuck off! What kind of a big name for you? You know, you know, you gave me idiot. 
I could do that off mic too. On, on this ship, you refer to me as idiot, not you, Captain. <laughs> I love that. That's a great movie. So anyway, uh, space classic. Burning, seething, rage, inside women. Back to the subject. No, I, but what I was saying was, you know. You know, you don't find that like that today because women are stronger than what they used to be. And I hope men have evolved a little bit more. I say I hope. I don't know. You just see some freaking internet comments or some real pieces of shit out there. Yeah, that's the truth. Um, Uh, I would like to say... Sorry for girls on social media. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Let me just interject one small point that I, that I have to make uh, about yeah. history in general. Yeah. I don't know that it happens any more or less with anything in history. Um, however, the world has shrunk so much because of the internet and yeah. social media, we just see it more. Oh, <laughs> it's true. not that it didn't happen as much in the past, but now we have access to see it. Yeah, yep. yeah that's true. Um now there are a, a uh, there there is a uh, famous story for uh, Pauline about how people knew when business was open. And yeah. that, that has to do I with think we all know that. <laughs> well, this actually has to do with an object. I actually know this one. You do it? Yeah. Go ahead, That's Brad. your second fact that you had. No, it's not. Oh my god! He's is, got the trifecta. This is about the fucking milk can. Yeah. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, it is. the milk can. Well, yes. then fucking tell us. Brad just Brad just ventured into the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He got the the trinity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, the milk can. That's right. What about the milk can? Brad? What about the milk can? Well, that milk can would be sitting on the porch mm. if uh, she was. What, open for business? Yes. Yep, 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 yep. And it would be in the the driveway, uh, I guess, blocking patrons from from pulling in. (laughs) Pulling in where they should be pulling out. Right. Um, To let them know that, uh, you know, it was off limits right now. So on top of that, that milk can kept getting stolen. Yes. Yeah. Bye. Western Kentucky University. (laughs) (laughs) Presumably, males. Yeah, as a rite of passage for for like the sure that's that's what that's what they'll call it. Sure. (laughs) Well, you would think just going to Pauline's and being escorted there by your college friends would be a rite of passage anyway. (laughs) Well, maybe they got really horny and said, "Um, "Your milk can's not there, so I'm coming in." So so you're saying? (laughs) Well, then she'd throw their asses out. (laughs) That's. I, I'd be afraid, like I would be afraid it. that they were milking into the milk can. Gross. I might edit that. But uh, probably should. Um, no, eventually she chained the milk can <laughs> to her property <laughs> so it would quit getting stolen. <laughs> when I read that, I pictured like a really heavy chain on it, and then I was like, "How did she move it?" So I guess there was. One chain attached to the well, porch. Well, you know, she did have quite a number of, of ladies uh, working, so... Well, so they just all move it at the same time. And she was very strong. Oh, yeah. I yeah. guess maybe she... If she could move a man on her own and throw them out of yeah, uh, her home, then uh, I'd say she could probably move a milk can pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, which brings us uh, to... Okay, it stayed in business for almost four decades. But then, like all things... All good things must come to an end. Hey, the... No. <laughs> and also, See what you did there. Yeah. Um, 
So but there's it, nothing wrong with a big finish. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, but no, she. Uh, <laughs> they did end up closing down, and what? And it wouldn't even be for what you think. It wasn't because of law enforcement. It wasn't because of political pressure. Because she always opened back up. Always did. In near four decades, she always opened back up. <laughs> <laughs> she finally closed and stayed, and decided to stay closed when um, that area on Clay Street had some urban re- redevelopment, which meant all the, the city, yeah. all the houses were just in that area, whether they were good or not, all of them were just blanket condemned. Like, and then uh, people would come in, people would come them. in, buy the property, demolish it, and build something else in its place. Uh, now, where the house on Small House Road is, up, in, I'm sure it's still there, it became a granary. Yeah. Uh, now at Clay Street, was it a I, White I, House? Because I think I know which one it might, be, might have been. Well, the, the, like you wouldn't recognize where it's at today. Period. Right. But I think I read it was like a White House. Yeah, it was, it was like a small a, white colonial house. Yeah. But then the house on Clay Street was a brick house, a really nice house, double floor. How many, I can't brick. remember how many bedrooms it's in. Yeah, they they ended up they just let it all out. They what, Mick? On the second floor. Yes. They ended up. They ended up demolishing the house. Yes, they did. On Clay. They did. And the funny thing is, the person who actually purchased the they property... They got in there and tore that shit up. They tore it up. <laughs> <laughs> but then they sold the bricks, every one of them, brick by brick, for $10 a piece. Yep. <laughs> As souvenirs. As souvenirs. I would, honestly, I would love to be able to see one of those bricks. <laughs> That's one of those. I need to remember that I have Susan that spread them the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's here's the funny thing. This is a little tidbit. I can't believe we missed. We we mentioned the soldiers earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did get closed oh. at one point. Uh, yeah, because it was um, there was a federal law passed. Mm-hmm. Army. It's called the May Act. The May Act said that you cannot have a brothel within 100 miles of an army base. And there it was, smack dab, in right in between <laughs> Fort Knox and Fort Campbell. So. There was uh, also an outbreak of venereal disease, which yeah, but I think that was because started it, and then they got raided and investigated. I th- well, I think honestly that probably came from the soldiers who had been out. Well, yeah, of course it did cause she because she got the she got made sure her girls had a what was it a monthly they, checkup? No, weekly. Weekly. Oh, oh, they had weekly doctor checkups. checkups yes. Weekly checkup. Make sure. So I'd say that they were brought down because uh, some army dickhead got his dickhead wet outside of the area. And, <laughs> and they brought that shit back. They brought that shit back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that was funny. Um, eventually, she Well, did... the disease isn't funny, but... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Some VD's funny. No. Some just shaved no. right off. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> VD is never funny. Don't let him lie to you. Hey, we went to high school with a guy we said that had uh, uh, Gana Herpacrabis. That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. No, Herpagana. Yeah, Gana Herpacrabis. That's terrible. That's terrible. Gana Herpacrabis syphilitis. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Poor guy probably had to shave everything plus the dick. And shave that whole damn thing off. We're going to need more wax. <laughs> The, the little comb didn't work anymore. No. <laughs> the little comb was broken. <laughs> Michael became Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> in the uh, in the early seventies, uh, after it was in uh, Pauline's was demolished, she retired to a farm in Plano, which is right outside of Bowling Green. Uh, 
Yeah. I've been to Pueblo. Oh my fucking god. Yeah. On Mountain Mill Road, isn't it? (laughs) So instead of dealing with, you know, animals on a daily basis as customers, she decided to retire and deal with real animals on a farm. She became Bowling Green's and the state's first organic farm. The first organic farm. First organic. Yeah. So all you talk about, sure talk about how orgasmic of her time that was. Yeah. It. Orgasmic? Orgasmic, <laughs> and they just misspelled it. Oh, no, that was on Clay Street. She went from, <laughs> from orgasmic to organic. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, she didn't say she could spell. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, uh, earlier I was talking about how ahead of her time she was uh, with the brothel. But even if you think about it, the organic farming, she was probably 30, 30 years ahead of her time on that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> ahead of her time on everything. Yeah. She was always ahead of her time. She was always one step ahead of everybody. That is why, you know, she stayed in business for so long. Uh, Going right back to that. Ahead. <laughs> At one time. That's always the answer. <laughs> At one time, she had run the longest running brothel in the history of the world. Of, oh, yeah. the world, Kentucky. Well, in all of U.S. history, it was almost four decades, but it was one of the longest ones for the longest time. You uh, said the world. <laughs> the longest. Yeah, history of the world. The longest. <laughs> Wait, okay. She was at least over yeah. six inches. I don't know. Six inches. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure there are still brothels in other places, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's funny oh, that you mentioned... <laughs> talk about that but uh one one of the articles that i had read i think was named uh the best little whorehouse in bowling green yeah <laughs> <laughs> because uh, the next one to beat it uh, beat uh pauline's out was the best little whorehouse in texas, in so. texas. <laughs> that was in that was in business for like 70 years <laughs> that's it one dolly pardon worked at yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and still nobody saw those titties. Interesting enough. I don't know. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, no, they say I she's got a, tattoos from head to toe. Fun so. fact about Dolly Parton. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got tattoos? Probably not, probably not for this show, but I do have a really interesting fact about Dolly Parton. <laughs> so. Send me the gif. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we talked about uh, the book that she wrote. I'd like to uh, at least bring uh, the main topic down to a close, because she she lived till what what year did she die? What ninety two? Yeah, she had ni- moved to 1992, Texas. Nineteen ninety two, and she, she moved to Texas to be closer to her her son. Son, and she died there. But then they had brought her back to Bowling Green. Yeah, brought her back to Bowling Green to be yeah. buried in the family plot. I'm not, I'm not sure where the family plot is, but uh, no, no idea. Um, but she got she lived to see her yeah, both the, her sons get yeah. married them have children and see her I think it was like three great grandchildren and she's mm-hmm. survived by her yeah. sister and one of her sons I believe Yeah, I have to iterate that uh, and she also, well sorry she got married a second time and then he died <laughs> we never mentioned that <laughs> the, uh, the farm that she retired to is actually I, I lived on that street for a while oh yeah? yes I was just right down the road from the the farm huh, no kidding no kidding. Yeah, it's not like you didn't already fucking know this. Oh, wow, we. But we're supposed to sound surprised. I had no idea. You didn't tell us this a month ago. Hey, Tommy didn't know. What? <laughs> That's right. 
And Scotty probably didn't know either. So. Nope, nope. <laughs> he sure as fuck didn't. Uh, one of the funniest <laughs> things, uh, I'd, I'd like to bring the topic to a close and then we'll, we'll get our final thoughts on it, was uh, I, I think it was hilarious when she wrote the book. Like we said, because she wanted to get ahead because people were going to start revealing things and she'd rather release the book, give away all her secrets, her personal secrets. She always kept the secrets of the people that she wrote about in the book. No names were, real names were given out. There was actually a joke that a million The names were changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> yeah. There was a joke going around, I guess, Bowling Green or maybe the whole of Kentucky, that a million men were going to buy the book to see if their names were in it, and then a million wives were going to buy the book to see if their husbands' that names was actually, were in it. That was actually in the book itself. Yeah. So she wrote that. <laughs> she oh says God. she feels like a million men are going to purchase this book just of because of that. And she ended up being on a couple of national uh, late night television shows, not porn shows, but I mean, like, <laughs> well, you know, you're talking. Talk shows, you know, like uh, it wasn't. Uh, there was a real big uh, uh, Sally Jesse Raphael. No, it was like uh, not Jay Leno, not Johnny Carson. Like there was Carson and another one, and then a third level of late night talk show host, and, that, and she was on. Oh there. yeah, I can't remember. So, the name. so yeah, she was. She was on like two a.m. TV. Is what. <laughs> the funny. What's really funny? If you bring up Pauline to people around the world. Uh, if, if you say you're from Bowling Green, they'll say, oh, is that where Pauline's is or whatever country? What they, fucking accent was that, dude? It was a combination <laughs> of Spanish and French and Austrian. Don't fucking do that again. Pretty, pretty sure there was some Italian in there. Yeah, there was some yeah. fucking Italian like Mario shit in there. <laughs> Mario, don't speak with accents around here, son. <laughs> Mario. Pauline's. <laughs> So yeah, I th- I, the book is really good. Uh, you c- can find copies online, however they're they are expensive. expensive, and they're very <laughs> they are like, very expensive. They're like expensive. just a regular, like a, the copy that I read that uh, Brad's ex-wife was kind enough to check out for us from the Warren County Public that Library. We still have, and there's probably a late fee. I'll pay. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's right, Sam. Matt will pay. <laughs> yeah, not Brad. Brad, Brad's done paying it. <laughs> oh shit! I pay you enough. Oh shit! <laughs> That's not what I meant. I meant, I meant emotional pain. Brad, pays. that too. That too. <laughs> Great episode. She'll <laughs> um, laugh about it uh, if she listens. Yeah, I hope she, I hope she does. I'm very thankful for her, her procuring yeah. this for us so that we could. Uh, uh, or at least I could <laughs> read it. And do but some anyways, the particular copy we have is from the Warren County Public Library. It will be returned, and you can check it out. Uh, they also have a copy if you're a Western student. They still have one in the Western Library, which the well, reason they, they have, have that like, was back when she wrote the book. The head librarian there actually bought a copy and kept it in their de- her desk, uh, his desk, because the administration said, no, we're not going to have that on Western, period. No, all our students can go there, but we can't have the book. No, it is not <laughs> happening. They can I, think, I think the administration was afraid <laughs> that some of their names were going to be in it, too. Dude, but, she didn't spill names during her business. She wasn't going to do it after. No. Now, the regime change... Uh, yes, that's when it became cataloged and is again is still available. But you can also find it on Amazon and a couple other booksellers. There is no like uh, electronic book, but these like the hard copy that we have here, if you bought it outright, is like three hundred bucks. Yeah, you know that's bare minimum. Now you can get paperback yeah. copies that may have pages missing or 
sub to stuck together. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Oh, <laughs> fucking beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And you, you can find those for the lovely low, low price of two bits. No. Um, you, you can find them for like 40 bucks or more. So it's it's very expensive. If you want to copy, which I've thought about it time time again, but forty bucks is quite a bit. Um, yeah, I was gonna say what what the research that I did trying to find it online. Most of the stuff was like seventy seventy five bucks. So for, like the lower lower low lowest ends have been sold, <laughs> and uh, now it's gone up in price. Or they're the same ones. I don't know if just, it's worth yeah. it buying a book with that many pages stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not an actual porn book, Brad. <laughs> pictures in it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's got some pictures in there. <laughs> it's got drawings in it. I opened it once or twice. Yeah, it's got her personal wow, drawings. Wow, you looked at it. one page. No, like seriously, there's drawings that she's. Oh, done that page isn't stuck together, is it? I gotta take that back. <laughs> do, you think, do you hear me? It's a pop-up book. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are drawings, and <laughs> she didn't believe me. Well, I never got to look at it. That's okay. Wait, she did. Yeah, she okay. she personally drew that stuff. In oh, okay. Yeah. So Wait. yeah, that's where doggy style was invented. I was in that book. I'm uh, pretty sure the dog in the years. <laughs> <laughs> that book is actually in pretty pristine condition. I, I will honestly say it is. There's not one page stuck together. It, uh, and if it was, it's. And if they weren't, they're not now because I got a month stuck so I can read it. Joke. Well, I'm glad. Eh. <laughs> Pauline's. I, I really wish that she had lived a little bit longer. I, were, I Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, just the kind of person she was, she is so fascinating. I wish I could have met her and at least talked to her for a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's definitely one of those people you, uh, if you wouldn't mind kind of picking their brain for 30 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. What positions to... Uh, <laughs> If you have read the book or if you end up reading the book, I truly think anybody that reads it outside of the stories, uh, you will fall in love with her like I did. Now, you can also go to the... uh, What's that museum in uh, Bowling Green called? uh, Kentucky Museum? I think so. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> yeah, Western, it's on Western Kentucky University now. They used to have uh, they they a few years ago. It's the same lady that uh, was in that video interview and that you read about, Cat. Um, they were taking donations from people that uh, of stories, artifacts, anything. Uh, I think they had an exhibit and a show on her. I don't know if they still do or not. I I may end up calling at some point. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one to get stuck on. <laughs> that's, well. A grandma in her 70s drew that, thank you. <laughs> she still knows what it looks like. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like. Okay. She knows what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> or what it used to look like. <laughs> 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 uh, no, 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 no. No, more Bush. <laughs> <laughs> not the band. Uh, We're not talking about glycerine. <laughs> no. Okay. Machine head? What? Yeah. Machine head. <laughs> there you go. But, Ooh, that would hurt. Machine head? <laughs> 
Hand. Technically, wouldn't doing it with a sex bot count as machine hand? Yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But it's got flesh on it, though. Yeah. It's not actual flesh. It's like... Then technically it'd be a flesh wound. What? <laughs> Wait. Tis my scratch. <laughs> Tis my <to> scratch. <laughs> I've we've we've jumped into uh, Monty Python. Oh yeah, we <laughs> the fuck back out. See, or... this is this is the bullshit part of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's the bullshit part, guys. But in all seriousness, she is a fascinating human being. I wish and truly wish that more was out there about her. Uh, if you f- <laughs> ask Jerry Lots, if you can get him to admit anything, just ask him some questions. Do not <laughs> do not tell him that we said to do that. We might get sued. <laughs> <laughs> Matt might. Then it would be BSF in. I don't know. I don't know you, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, what do we do? We have any final thoughts on Pauline's? Uh, I don't know. We'll start with you, Tiny. Well, what say you? So everything that I've read about this woman tells me that she was uh, a beyond an intelligent human being she knew how to market herself she knew how to market uh her business she knew how intelligent and how smart it was to maintain herself in the community um not only did she keep uh donating charities but she's gone on records like buying children's medicine or buying meals for for families that she knew weren't weren't gonna eat um Definitely a pioneer of the situation in her time, and uh, I, I agree with you, Matt. I wish there were more people out there like her. I might have ate if I went to Pauline's. <laughs> Sushi. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roast sandwich. We'll never know. Yeah. Arby's. 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 What about you, Brad? Any final thoughts? No. She was good at getting ahead, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You made Cat. that joke a lot. <laughs> it's the only fucking one I can come up with, Katie. <laughs> Don't stop. What about you, Cat? Idiot. Final thought. I just think she was... Call me Sir Shithead. Sir. I mean... Damn it. Sir Dick. Sir Idiot. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to call me, Kitty Litter. <laughs> Fuck off. I was thinking she was a badass. Yeah. I agree. And, well, she um, she really thought prostitution should be legal because I think it was during the when they got shut down for the venereal disease thing mm-hmm. and like they had to go away for a while. Like when they yeah. came back, I think it was like the the officers or something were like, "We're so glad you're back because like street prostitution." like gotten wild and like people, oh it was dangerous it was dangerous so she yeah. like yeah you know, she kept it contained would... and clean and safe and, yeah i mean uh, not not to mention stds but it was very dangerous for the girls it could be dangerous for the guys yeah. because if the girls got scared and probably killed the guys so i mean it's just <laughs> i mean girls can be nobody wants too, to clap no no <laughs> you know i don't care what kind of standing ovation they deserve you yeah. know there's many like legal brothels all, all over the world and i know not every single girl you know or woman in there is there of her own free will but Aside from the, you know, acquiring people illegally, I guess, you know, I guess I kind of think it would be 
what am I trying to say? Fine if it was like legal, legalized more places. Kind of like a, almost empowering too. Yeah. Yeah. Like there doesn't need that. to be six in every fucking town in every single fucking state, but if it was, you know, a little more out there because there's a lot of sketchy yeah. shit going on. <clears throat> well, on a serious note, no I mean, we, you said it earlier in which, you know, I think we we all know sex sells. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's money just, to there's money to be made. Yeah. Yeah. I think. And if you run up like Pauline's, you'll have no. Almost no problems. <laughs> That's the way I feel about it. Oh, man. And the guys that had to clap back in the day? Oh, jeez. Oh, she didn't let them in. <laughs> well, they also, they also had... Well, to, I meant the removal process. Uh, with, with a big old whack hammer? Yeah. <laughs> jeez. Ooh, put it on uh, put it on an animal. Wham! <laughs> yeah. Yep. You put your dick on the table and they whack it with a hammer. Yep. Wait, what's the... Yep, that's the clap. They're like... I don't understand why that would be a solution. That's all they had. That's all. <laughs> um, I, I guess my final thoughts was, and I've probably mentioned, I, I've no, I've mentioned a number of times in the show. She's a fascinating human being. She, she took every bit of hardship life could offer her, and she turned it on its ass, and she won. She won. To me, she's a winner. Mm-hmm. You know, she. Well, we're still talking about her today. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's admirable. And you mentioned this earlier. There's not a Wikipedia page about her. Nothing. It's I him. know. I'm still doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, she doesn't have a freaking Wikipedia, and people yeah. can edit that stuff themselves, and there's still not one. Yeah. On there. Yeah. So there's I'm, not one on me either. I mean, if you think about it, <laughs> it kind of makes famous. sense because, <laughs> you know, they're just all that's left are stories. Everything else is kind of kept secret. Yeah, because she's still like, she never revealed. Uh-uh. Any of that? I mean, no. it'd be up to the people that are still living to be like, eh, yeah, I went there. <laughs> so, Pauline's. Somehow, I think we all love her, or at least admire. Her. Yes. How could you sure. not? Yeah. I would have for three dollars. <laughs> okay. You know what? That reminds me of it. There was. That reminds well, me of something that she said at one point. Now, like I said, she's she fully owned the fact that she ballooned up to two hundred pounds. But like I said, she became very strong. A lot of that fat turned to muscle. But she was sitting around playing cards one time with some of the Western Kentucky University students, and the students were actually chauffeuring their buddies to have for the rite of passage. Well, they're sitting around the table playing cards, and uh, Pauline's sitting there playing with them, and one of the guys looks at her and said, Hey, Pauline, if you were ever in this, how much would you charge? For yourself. For yourself. And she goes, Honey, I would charge by the pound, and can't nobody afford me. <laughs> <laughs> and I oh, think amazing. on that note, that kind of... Brings that topic to a close. To a close. Do you want to do the closing? Sharp, there's or do that you want sharp tongue to? that you were talking about. What is it? That sharp tongue you were talking about. Yes, mm-hmm. very much. For sure. So, are you going to do the closing? You want me to? I can. You can? Okay. Go for it. She's not like you. She doesn't like being blown. <laughs> okay. That is it for our topic today. Pauline, hell of a woman. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amen. A fucking man. Yep. So, like I said earlier, we you have... Uh, there's some ways to contact us. There is deadfanstudio18 at gmail.com. Or specifically, if you uh, want to suggest a subject for this show in particular, um, there's deadpanbsf at gmail.com. And we got a website, deadpan-studio.com. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> Balls. 
<laughs> you, you know what I'm surprised by? I haven't heard Brad say his 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 famous line. I don't think the opportunity. I can what? Up. Me putting my nose in it. You're doing it right if you don't put your nose Thank in. you, sir. Hey, we did a whole show about prostitution. You never said it. I can't believe it. <laughs> and you know what? That means that means Tiny's a fan. <laughs> Anybody want to plug their socials or no? No. No? All right. Nah, fuck them. They know us. Ah, ah, ah. Well, yeah, if they don't know us by now. Yeah. You can also catch us on Twitter. If you don't get them shit by now, you're YouTube. not going to. Yeah, the first fucking show, they should know us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Let's just go ahead and, and, and say... Um, if you don't know us by now, please go check out the uh, Soaking Nostalgia. You will enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we got some other um, shows coming up soon. Well, soonish. Man, I still what? have to edit my bio. Oh my yeah. fucking god. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh yeah, damn! I need to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys are screwed. And on that note, we are going to say goodbye. Well, I... Where are we streaming it? Where are we streaming? Oh yeah. <laughs> Can't forget that. Okay, it's my first time doing this. That's okay. okay. Where we stream iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify. If we are missing any servers, please let us know. I know there's new apps for stuff popping up all the time. Um, you can also go straight to our server. Mm-hmm. Uh, com. There are things that definitely pop up all the time. Oh, yeah. So, but those are the main ones we go into. All the links to everything we've talked about will be in the description. Well, the show notes. And well, the s- show notes. Yeah. Sorry, I watch YouTube, so it's the description. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> Don't forget to s- subscribe to stay notified. Give That's right. Up. <laughs> yeah, you can actually do that. If you go to uh, the deadpan-studio.com, you can send us an email, and we, that'll sign you up for uh, a newsletter. News, anything coming up. Anything we yeah. remember to Anything spout. that pops up. That's right. That's what she You'll said. be the first to see it. That's like what she said. clients. Yeah. <laughs> And All please, right. any of the um, any of the stream streaming places where you can leave a review of any kind, do so. Tell do your s- friends. Tell us how good or tell how bad we are. Tell your friends. Tell their friends to tell a friend. Yeah. Sort of like how Pauline like, got new clients. Tell a friend. Right. Tell a friend. To tell a friend. Like us, hate us. You know, <laughs> we're, we're equal people. So we're doing something real bad. Just tell us. But you know. And on that note, I think we're going to come Equal to opportunity close. haters. Equal That's opportunity. Right. They're equate haters. Yeah. Seriously, we would love some interaction from you guys because we know we have some subscribers. So yeah. if you have anything to say, go on and say it. And we'll give you a shout out if it's something noteworthy. Maybe. Our, if not, you, fuck in, you. In, in <laughs> most, likely, most likely we'll ridicule you about whatever you said. So. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's just like you and your friend listen to this and your friend's birthday's coming up and you want to tell us to tell them happy birthday, we would gladly do that. Let as us well. know if you like kitty litter. Let us know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, we might even do a singing telegram. No, we're not doing a singing <laughs> telegram. I can Fuck. do that. No, we're not singing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and as I have said again, on that note, we're going to say our goodbyes. All right. I am one of your hosts, Kat. The Matt and Sir Bradley and Tiny, aka Mick. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We'll see y'all next time. Bye.